Welcome to Enterprise Design's Industry Insights, where we identify key topics in the commercial real estate industry. I'm Ann Weston, Director of Design Services. And I'm Jessica Green, Director of Client Services. For this series, we're discussing market trends with Dallas-based commercial real estate professionals. Thanks for being here. Yeah, Enjoy no, me. thanks for having me. I appreciate you guys thinking of me. Yeah. This will be fun. Absolutely. Um, for this series, we are focusing the topic on key issues for tenants and their representation. So, Ben, what do you see tenants requesting most from a building? Downtown, uptown, Deep Ellum area. There's, you know, out in Plano, Frisco, all of that. So, which yeah. is great. Um, kicking on next, uh, how are you guiding your clients on the appropriate amount of space for their corporate office? So, obviously, again, it depends on the client, but a uh, good thing about us being tenant rep only, we aren't biased towards any building that our clients are looking at or trying to go to. So I would say really understanding our clients' goals and objectives, you know, what's important to them. Some of them, it could be budget and that totally changes which buildings you want to go to. Some of them could be image. Uh, some of them could be, like I said earlier, employee retention, finding a good location for not only them, but all of their employees to be able to hire people. Uh, you know, building, if it's a class A building, if it's a nice uh, place that their clients are, their clients or their employees want to come to. I think that's important to some. So it really just depends on what their goals and objectives are short term and long term uh, and kind of adjusting to coming out of COVID right now. I think that there's a lot more activity going on and the leverage is starting to go back over to the landlord side. So, um, you know, the better we can understand what their need is right now and three, five years from now, the better decision we can make for them. Well, I love that you mentioned the tenants' goals and objectives because uh, that kind of leads into the next question of, you know, what are the most helpful tools, you know, research or advice uh, from your vendors that play an important role for your client? Yeah, I would say the biggest thing is from obviously you all understanding how a space can work and how they can get maybe efficient. Uh, we've seen some clients right now that are trying to not get rid of their office, but just readjust how they're utilizing it. And having people like you all to come in and be able to actually show them, hey, this is what you can do. This is how you can get more efficient is very helpful on the front end. Um, and then obviously from GCs, being able to understand pricing and timing okay. is, is very important because I don't think a lot of our clients really understand, you know, you have to start looking at this a year, year and a half out to be able to make everything work in regards to, you know, getting materials in, if you're having any kind of build out, you know, space planning, um, all of those things are very important. And being able to understand the pricing, how you can make it work and timing of it is very important and very helpful for us and our clients. Yeah, we definitely try to make sure that we're interfacing with your clients and, you know, touching on those goals and objectives throughout the entire project to make sure that we're holding to, you know, all of those things for them, uh, really making us a good partner for you as well as them. Uh, and then hopefully at the end of the project, it's just really successful. All expectations were met. And then, you know, you can move on to the next one greater Bigger and greater. Yeah, <laughs> Bigger exactly. and greater. <laughs> exactly. Hopefully, right? That's the best. Um, I absolutely agree. And, you know, communicating effectively and upfront and being very transparent throughout the process, too, always helps um, in yes. that process from the very beginning as yeah. well. Um, 
Going to the next, are existing tenants keeping their current square footage? Are you seeing an increase or decrease? I would say, I hate to keep saying it, but it just depends on the client. There are, right. there are some clients that, you know, COVID, they actually did fine throughout COVID and are, are doing very well now and increasing their footprint. We've dealt with a handful of groups just in the past couple of months that uh, need more space. And we've had some in the past couple of months that have needed to get more efficient. And uh, I really think that a lot of people are talking about how the office market is just is somewhat dying. And I would say that I totally disagree with that. I know that I am obviously in the industry, but I think that people are just reinventing the way that they use the office space. But there is 100% still need for office space. Um, and I know a big issue is onboarding people. Onboarding people without an office for some industries is, is hard to do if you don't have an actual right. physical place to go to. So. I love that you use the term reinventing. I, saw, I was literally about to say that. I was like, that is like a key term, yeah. reinventing the office, because that is so true. Yeah. I mean, I even think it's been going on for a long time, but it really kickstarted it, the reinventing right. of the office Absolutely. and collaborative areas and like, you know, having space that's kind of a hybrid model, you know, because we have been at home, yeah. a lot of people have, and then now we're getting back in the office and a lot of people are fully back in the office, but you know, kind of having an area and space that kind of surrounds around that. So. Yeah, I'd say they're going a little bit more away from uh, the old mindset of, okay, we have an office space, we have offices and cubes, and it's a place to work, and really focusing on how can we make our clients feel more comfortable, uh, more engaged when they're working, being a little bit more relaxed. So yeah, to your point, more collaborative space, not as much office and not as much office intensive um so yeah it really helps you know obviously the group morale too everybody's right. happy to go to work right yeah it definitely goes back to you know the culture of the company and how we can facilitate you know what the office how it's configured how it looks uh and how that reflects the the culture of um that specific tenant um but i also liked one of the other things that you said um about having a space essentially for everyone. Uh, because if you are undersized or if you haven't planned for growth uh, and you don't have a spot for everyone that everyone can be in the office at one time, you know, that's not going to facilitate everyone being back. You know, that's going to continue to foster the remote working, which, you know, flexibility is definitely key at this point. That's yeah. going to continue definitely. Um, but fostering everyone being back in the office at some point, and it doesn't have to be, you know, you have an office for everyone or you have a desk for everyone. As long as you have those workspaces that people can touch down and get their work done, do it efficiently so that you do have everyone in the office and you can interface with those people yeah. is very key. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that to that point, we've seen a couple of our groups actually, they don't have a specific spot for each person. It's just kind of, hey, here's the certain number of offices that we have. Um, you can utilize the offices as you see fit or utilize a desk or a collaborative work area, a huddle room, however you would like. So right. it's a little bit more relaxed and open. Right. Yeah. Flexible. 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 Exactly. <laughs> Another exactly. key term. Uh, so what is the trend that tenants are requesting for recruitment and retention? Yeah, I would say a little bit on the point of what we were talking about earlier, 
uh, in regards to their office space, making it a more uh, collaborative workspace, more fun environment for everybody to come to and being in buildings that, you know, you walk in and it's, whether it's a class A, class B, at least has good amenities, um, good location. Um, you know, the, the entryway is not dull and dark and disgusting. <laughs> you know, they want to go to the office. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say location, their image, to your point earlier, Absolutely. Uh, making sure that their space matches their image and, you know, their what their group morale and what they stand for and how they want to work together as a team is very important. Yeah. If you enjoy going to the office and you enjoy being around the people that your culture and how it is, the, the longer you're going to stay, yeah. the retention of your employees. And so, and there's a lot of, you know, different, I guess, trends and things that people are doing, not only in office buildings, but within their own space too, that we're seeing that are just so helpful for that. And then even huge on technology as well in yeah. these spaces. And so. I think, I think that COVID has forced a lot of people to really think about what their space looks like and what yes. their layout actually looks like. Because before, like I said, I think that before you just had an office, okay, it's a place to work. You've got a cube in office, whatever. It doesn't have to look nice. Uh, but now it COVID force is forcing people to start reinventing their office and make that sure that people are happy at the office. I agree. Yeah. Absolutely. So are you seeing that deals are taking longer to execute? And if so, why? I would actually argue that deals are going a little bit faster because coming out of COVID, there is more competition on similar space. Um, people are looking to do things, whether they're downsizing or increasing in size or a big thing coming to this market. There are a lot of big companies that are moving from LA, Chicago, New York to this market. And I think them realizing that through COVID, those markets might not be the best fit for them. A lot of them are migrating here. Uh, so activities actually picked up and deals are going a little bit faster because you can't really sit on a proposal or a lease too long. Otherwise, because of the competition, you'll you'll have to go to a maybe a less desirable space or a different building. Um, so I would actually argue that deals are going a little bit faster now. Interesting. That's great. We're kind of hearing just a kind of combination of both, and so and really just depending. But I do see that. I mean, space is going so quickly, and especially space that is very desirable too. So kind of hitting on it really quick before it's gone. Yeah. And I so. think different markets are starting to see more activity too. Like downtown is getting a lot of activity just from a, a cost perspective and the buildings are the most more iconic buildings in all of Dallas. So I think that in the next few years, we're going to see a lot more activity in, in the downtown market mm -hmm. for sure. What are the other areas that you think are kind of accelerating and growth and kind of hot areas for tenants? I would say up in the Plano Frisco area, obviously, just because that's where a lot of the younger people, younger people are trying to move to, you know, you've got a lot of fun things out there. It's away from the city. So you don't have to deal with necessarily all of the traffic. The buildings are newer, nicer, um, but they are more expensive. Um, but it is, I, I do think that Downtown, I know Uptown is obviously talked about a lot, but I do think that downtown is going to have a lot of traction coming up in the next few years because 
you know, people obviously live, there's a lot of good places to live. There's a lot of stuff going on in design district actually coming up. So I think it's, yeah, it's going to revitalize being down here, which will be fun to see. I'm really looking forward to kind of seeing Dallas and our growth and all of that because it's it's really kicking up there. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Yeah, sure. I've definitely appreciated being in Dallas in this market, yes. you know, throughout this whole, um, you know, issue with the pandemic and beyond, you know, because I think our market has survived it pretty well and has rebounded very, very well, you know, with all of the movement of other people here, you know, whereas, you know, the different coasts potentially may not have as much growth as we do right. or, you know, we're catching up to where they've typically been. Right. And it kickstarted yeah. a lot of like forward thinking, you know, and a lot of things that had maybe been discussed a couple of years ago. And now we're like in full speed ahead right. with it. And so it's, it's pretty amazing to see and exciting to see where Dallas is going to go. Yeah. So. No, and being centrally located, Absolutely. you know, great for, for not only your business, but also for your employees. They have, you know, they're able to go to the office, whereas in other markets, they still, there's still some restrictions on right. people being together. So not only for the mental health of their employees, but also for their actual business, I think that this market is definitely going to see, continue to see a boom going forward, no doubt. Right. Well, thank you so much, yes. Ben, for yeah. joining Thanks. us. We really appreciate you taking the time and being on our podcast. Such a fun discussion. Yeah, we appreciate no, I, you. I appreciate so. you guys, too. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Enterprise Design's Industry Insights video podcast. Please follow us and subscribe to our channel or visit us on our website at enterprisedesign.com. And look for our teaser video highlighting the next episode. We look forward to seeing you then.